So tell us some more about some of these other, I know you've been busy today. Tell us some, about some more of these other uh, studs here in Arkansas. You know, well, we, we, we started a, um, a travel 707 team um, three years ago. And, and, and for me, it's not about, you know, 707 football, not real football. But we figured out that it was a vehicle to get our kids exposure in our state because, you know, we're, we're so under-recruited in the, in the area. So we use that, that vehicle to get in front of national uh, recruiting writers, that type of deal, get our kids in, a, in that vein. Um, some camps, the, the, the shoot camps, we got them involved in that. And we kind of put Arkansas, we tried to put those guys in a situation where they can succeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. It's another great day here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I am Matt McJunkins, episode nine of Between the Mats. I'm a little lonely today, Carl. I know, I know, man. My buddy, my pal, my comrade, Matty Stats. Your running mate. My running mate. He's not here, but Stuttgart Carl is here. And guess what? He may not be in his chair, but he's on the phone. Hey, Matt, how are you? What's up, boys? How are you today? Man, we're doing good, dude. Doing good. So, we're gl- even though you weren't able to be here today, we are glad that you are with us. You know, especially after not having Carl last week. <laughs> Even though Talon did an excellent job. He did. He did. Yeah. You know, I just miss you know, Carl's laugh. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to laugh at your stupid jokes, man. That's right. So. You're the only one that does. <laughs> so now that you it, are the, the only one. <laughs> <laughs> we got an exciting podcast today. Yes, we do, man. You know, we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, we've got some high school stuff. We got a cool trip to talk about. Uh, do the kids still say cool? Mm, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. think so. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. And then we've got a special guest coming on here in a little while. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll go get to that in a little bit to talk a little more about high school football. Yes, sir. Big day today. Yeah, it was a big day today. Signing day in Arkansas, all over the nation, I guess. Uh, but uh, several kids in the, in the natural state uh, signed their letter of intent to play football in the, second, in the next level. Yeah, big day for a lot, a lot of these young guys around around the country so carl matt we typically start the podcast off with hog talk (laughs) not a whole lot to talk about today uh no 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 it it was kind of what we expected it to be it was uh you know it comes you know we played an elite team and in the words of sam Pittman, following the game we got our butts kicked but you know they do that they've done that to everybody you know they have uh, and this may be the best alabama team yes from, from we've ever on seen both in sides of the ball yes absolutely not necessarily defensively but i say overall and you know hey nick saban said it this year his words can you believe this came out of his mouth that defense no longer wins championship I, <laughs> wow i did hear that and that's coming from him that's uh that's a pretty big statement matt what did you think of the game is there anything that you took out of the game that you thought looked no. good bad and different well about the first 10 minutes it was it was decent, but uh, yeah. other other than that, it was it was kind of what I expected. You know, here's a good question for you guys: is 
as good as this Alabama team is this year, do you think it is as good or could compete with LSU team from last year? Ooh, boy, that's a good question. I don't think that this Alabama defense can stop that yeah. offense last year, but I don't know right. that, that defense. I don't. I don't know that anybody in history could stop this Alabama offense. Man, they're electric. It's amazing. And, and you know, and, you know, I, and that's the one thing I would say about the game is that that we actually didn't give up the big play other than the last one. Right. That's right. I don't know. I and turned Matt it Jones off. Really didn't have. He really didn't have that great of a ball game. No. Who'd you say? Mac Jones. No, he didn't. And that 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 big receiver that's so good. Uh, you know, they pretty much took him out of the game because they didn't give up the deep ball. Right. Like I said, I didn't know I turned it off by that point. So <laughs> I didn't even turn it on. <laughs> I was watching Pee Wee basketball. <laughs> well, I knew when they did that punt return, and man, our oh, special yeah. teams has killed us all year. And you know, even the announcers were talking about how you know the guys were out of the lanes, and I mean, man, that's you know that's junior high stuff there that that they're screwing up on on, on special teams. And, you could tell in the post game in Pittman's voice that he's finally getting fed up with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's bothered him all year, but he's got his guy over there, his his Georgia yeah. special teams coach. And you could tell Saturday he's sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something's got to be done. It does. For sure. Uh, hogs are going bowling, though. We're going bowling. For sure. Are we, no, are we for sure? I, no, I think they've said we're definitely going. They're okay. just not for sure where. Uh, it's looking like the Texas Bowl – which is an NRG stadium in Houston. But there's the, the biggest majority is saying Oklahoma State. Mm. Uh, I would rather see a Texas matchup. And there's some saying Texas, but most are saying Oklahoma State. There's some saying Music City Bowl, some saying Liberty Bowl, and even that Armed Forces Bowl in Dallas. I don't care. Huh. I mean, I think they're going to want to keep it as local as they can. Sure. Regional, I guess you'd say. I just want to play Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, just going to a bowl, even though it's been a crazy season, you know, with COVID and everything else, just being able to get to a bowl is uh, is a big deal for these guys. So, I, you know, I hope they do. I hope they are able to go play somewhere. And, um, you know, and you know, the biggest thing is continuing with some practices and things like that. So, I mean, it's good if they're able to go. Hey, one thing I did pick up this weekend from watching college football, Matt, we need to tell Cooper and everybody else in, in the locker room, don't throw a shoe. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> oh, how many memes have you seen of that, man? On Twitter and everything poor, else. Uh, you, did you see where? Uh, do you see where that bunch in Baton Rouge is selling, having a, a, a calling their mullen sale on shoes? <laughs> You know, and it's just devastating to Florida fans, man, because they had that game, and yeah, at least you felt like they did until that uh, till that play there, and it just all went south from there. So, couple things I want to go over real quick. With I'm gonna go ahead and do it now. I was gonna do it later, but with with Matt, I want to do it with Matt on the phone. So the Gus bus is pulling out of Auburn, right? Hilarious. Yep. They've got a search committee hired to find the next coach. They're gonna pay Gus twenty one million dollars and half of it in thirty days. Yes. I wish someone would pay me that kind of money to go home and not do my job. <laughs> or fail at your job. Yeah, yeah to be yeah. bad. You're not very yeah. good at your job, so go home and we're going to pay you. Well, a, a quick quick story on that before you move on. So I was down in Birmingham last week. Uh, I had to go down there and, and do some work and stuff. And uh, 
was in a room with half Auburn fans, half Alabama fans, and I asked the Auburn fans what they thought about, you know, the play in the Arkansas game, and they thought, you know, we should have lost that game. That's no way. It's a horrible call. And they said the biggest thing they want to see happen this year is for Gus Malzahn to get fired. They wanted wow. him out of Auburn. They you were sick of it. The craziest thing is the boosters paid twenty one million or paying twenty one million dollars for him to leave. So they wanted him That's out right. bad. So what about Chad yep. Morris though? One year there now, he's looking for another job. He's looking for a high school job. I, I mean, <laughs> what what else can he do? Who hires him? Mm. Yeah. Who hires him? I, I don't think Gus will go anywhere this year. I think he'll oh, go no. home. Yeah, he won't. I don't. I, don't I would. See him I'd be. I'd be on whatever lake was I could find. Yeah. To put my boat in. Yeah. So to go along with that, Kevin Sumlin mm. loses seventy to seven to the their rival Arizona State. So here's the, the tricky part about this: they they fire him, they owe him seven million. Last month, Arizona laid off twenty one employees in their athletic department, and they're fixing to pay him seven million dollars. It's not right. Mm. It's not right, That's man. Because right. I'm no. sure, that, I'm sure the same thing's going on at Auburn. You know, maybe some of these SEC schools, SEC schools, are probably not laying off just because they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, and, and, and like you said, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the same thing goes in Arizona as it's going down in Auburn. Is that that money's being privately um, funded and right. it's, it's coming from boosters and it's not coming from the school, but at the same time. The just the perception of the whole thing is not good. No, and when you look at the guy that's got half a billion or a billion dollars, I mean, there's a few of them in Fayetteville. If they wanted to, they could call and say, "Hey, we'll pay ten million dollars," and it sure. wouldn't even it wouldn't even they wouldn't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Right. But so, but, but I guess the, the the like you said, the perception we're willing to pay ten million dollars or seven million dollars to fire a coach, but we're okay with twenty one people getting laid off. Yeah, that's right. Well, here's the deal. Who, who do you go out and get at this time? I exactly. Mean, it's not like there's a bunch of coaching vacancies and a bunch of coaches that are looking for, for work. And so, with that being said, you're going to have to try to hire someone away and and probably overpay what they're worth. So, it's just a, it's just a bad situation. And anybody that has that kind of coach and wants to keep him will just pay that much, too. That's right. You freeze. Houston Dale, baby. You freeze. <laughs> I think it's going to be Hugh Freeze. Do you really? I do. Yeah, he's got experience in SEC, and he um, he runs that you know that fast paced offense that they're trying to do there. That's exciting, I guess. And you know he's having a good year, and I think he's going to get back into it. I wouldn't be surprised if it's him, but I don't know what you're gaining because you're just hiring. Another miles on well, night. It's like Wilcox said, though. Who else is out there? There's not. Houston Dale, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, everybody wants to say, uh, oh, uh, oh, what's his name? Florida, Ohio State. Oh, uh, Meyer. Myers. Urban Meyer. Yeah. But I don't, I mean. He's not going to come to Auburn, man. He's not going way. to Auburn. He's going to Texas. No. We talked about this. So? Yeah. He's going to, he's got to go somewhere for two years and get sick. <laughs> what happens to him he goes and gets sick and has to has to quit he's got some kind of serious illness that nobody ever knows what it is yeah yeah so uh matt real quick yes, let's, t- let's let's talk about our uh our trip friday night man oh man i'll tell you what John, I, I don't really know how to put it into words i mean honestly so you know we went to shallow christian to watch the game between them and, and stuttgart and was expecting it to be a great ball game man the atmosphere, John, at that place was 
a step above anything that I've ever experienced in my life in high school football. I mean, the crowd was insane. The pregame uh, intro for the players was insane. The music, like just the whole event uh, was a step above anything that I've ever experienced. I agree 100%. You know, we we get out of the truck. We're just barely getting there on time. And uh, we get out of the truck. And all of a sudden, the lights go off. They've got LED lights, and they go oh, off wow. in the stadium. Wow. And, and then this fire starts shooting up out of this tunnel. And I'm like, oh, my oh my word, what is going on? And, the, and you know, they got the music. Their, their stereo system, oh, it's next level. And it's just loud. It's pounding. Players come out with the flags, and it's kind of dark. But you can still see them. And uh, we get up in the stands. This is all going on while we're still walking in. Like, we're watching this field level. Then we get up in the stands, and we sit down, and Matt's, you know, right next to me. And and literally maybe 10 yards from the front of the bleachers is the the field. Yeah. And between that is the players and the cheerleaders. And so the cheerleaders are right there with us. They're, like, just going nuts, you know, just doing fast cheers, loud cheers. The fans are going insane. The players are pumped up. I mean, it was so – I looked at Matt, and I was like – I've never seen anything like this in my life. He's like me either. It was crazy. And so, and so you know, they come out, they block, they block a punt, the yep. first possession, Stuttgart, and next play they score. And so the fans are going bananas. And so then they kick it off to Stuttgart, go three and out again. They block it again and scoop and score. And I look at John's like, this place is fixing to come apart the scenes. Like these people are going crazy. I told him, man, you're going to get mad at me for saying this, but I'm going to say it. I looked over, I said, I think everybody at Shiloh takes ecstasy before the football game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was so, it was such a different level of intensity. And it I, was, I, I it loved awesome. it. Like I didn't want it to end. I did not yeah. want it to end. Well, that game was over, what, in the first oh, quarter, it though? It was over quick. Yeah, I mean, I just, man. Did Stuttgart have a lot of fans there? I couldn't. They didn't really they show did. it. They did. They yeah. traveled well. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't really see on the uh, on the broadcast that they did. So, But, but you know, man, that, that was just a, a total domination uh, by Shiloh. But at the same time, you know, Stuttgart just, everything went wrong that could could have yeah. gone wrong. And, and they, they had mental breakdowns, they emotional breakdowns. I mean, it was just. It just fell apart, and I think the youth finally caught up with them. Yeah, that's what it looked like for sure. Yeah, they did. When it, when they got behind, they you could tell they kind of lost their composure a little bit. But I tell you, one of the freakiest plays though was when Stuttgart looked like they tried to throw that screen pass, and that, that and, and lineman, that lineman caught, caught it. So is that ball not dead no. at that point? That's a flag, but he's not dead. I don't think. See, I, I, I don't know the answer because I've never seen that before. I, I honestly don't know the answer, but I do know that they did not blow the whistle. No, no, they didn't. Yeah. And then he got the ball taken away. And that it was. So tell me this. If the, if the ball's thrown, it hits him, and it pops up in the air, and it's intercepted. It's an interception, right? From what I understand, Because yeah. it's still a flag, even if it hits him. So I guess, yeah. So, but, he can't, but, he can't, but he can't advance the ball, though. So why is it not dead? And I don't question. know. It was that was the that was where the meltdown began. Yes, that's where yeah. it all started. Was that play yeah. right there? Like yeah. six personal fouls. Yeah, it was I, bad. It was rough. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad for them too because, like you said, they just you know it wasn't that they were that just out, outmatched that bad. I think Shallow was definitely the better team, but 
it was, I mean, it was just punching the face. It's like you, like you walked in the ring, not ready, and got punched in the face like yeah. four times in a row. Yeah. Block, yeah. punt, block, punt. And whatever yeah. could go wrong went wrong. That's right. That's and, right. And, and they just lost it from there. So, Maddie. The, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, Matt. I was just going to say in the infamous words of Will Smith, see, what just had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, man. And, oh, man, they, those block punts yeah. were so big. Two in a row to start the game. Yeah, it was it was bad. It's fourteen zero, and they they barely got the clock going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's get to our picks. Yes. Oh man, man, yeah, I don't have, have I don't to. have all the data, hey, so hey, I'm gonna go ahead and let you go ahead and tell us about the picks. This you know about last week's. Hang on, let me all just right. let me go ahead and just get this queued up real quick. Hang on. After y'all see my pick from last week, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. You're gonna call me. Crystal ball. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know, what I'm talking about. And that pretty much wraps it up. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else needs to be said, right? You know, Boy, I've I, won three I, in a row, four out of four out of five. Is that right? Or yeah, three out of yeah, four out of five, something three. like that. Something like that. I mean, who knows? But I'm All still I losing. I, yep. I, I thought that thing sounded bad in person. <laughs> I'm just down because I keep winning, and yet I'm still behind. Yeah, so last week uh, I was 5 for 6 for 83%. Junk went 100%, a perfect 6 for 6. Nice. And, uh, you can't. You just can't do any better than that. Yeah. No, it's a car to beat perfection. <laughs> it is. There ain't many times in my life I can say that, though. I promise you. <laughs> so the uh, that brings the total for the season. Uh, we picked two hundred fifty three games. I picked two hundred six right. Junk's picked two hundred five. So I've got a one game lead. Is that oh boy! Two hundred fifty games, and we're a one game difference. Wow! And two games left. Two games That's left. Crazy. So whatever he picks, junk, you need to pick it. the opposite. I can't beat him. We're, I know. Oh, you got to do the opposite, man. You got nothing to lose here. Hey, you're Vegas, right? Junk Vegas. You got to roll the dice, baby. Junk Vegas. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Uh, it's. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like we're going to pick the same, but you can't. We'll see. We'll you see. Can't. We'll get to it. We'll you get to can't. it. So two A. Let's start this off. Two A. I'm gonna go through my top five. And then I'm going to let Matt tell me if his is any different. And then uh, we're going to mention this game that we saw Saturday. Well, not live. We didn't go, but we saw it on TV. So I got Fordyce as the number one team in the state to finish the season. With Desark 2, Garden 3, Junction 4, and Bigelow 5. That's exactly what I got, Joe. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of the, the story that we've said all season long. Fordyce is just – well, I was going to say Fordyce is just that much better than everybody else, but it didn't turn out to be a big big win Saturday. Three-point win? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Yeah, what? From, from from what I understand, if, if Desark would have had a field goal kicker, they would have possibly won the ball game. They didn't. They, they go for two every time. Yeah. And they got one and five. Mm. Wow. So mm. if they got two of those, they win. Two more. They got Dang. one. So they go three or five, going for two, they win the ball game. You know, and that's why coming into that, that last game, I, I thought, depending on how that game went, I thought Fordyce would probably win handily. Um, I thought I would probably end up putting Gurdon as my number two team uh, in my final top five. 
but seeing how close Desert played them and, and how close of a ball game and how closely it was matched up, I, I kept Desert at number two for my overall for my final five. That's what exactly what I did too, man. I, I really thought I was going to have Gurdon second, but after that game, I mean, what what uh, how how what more can you do to go fourteen and one or thirteen That's and right. one and lose by three points in the finals? That's right. So that's the end of the season for four or for two A. We've got a couple yep. of conferences though that are still going. Number one is three A. Yep. And they had some good games Saturday, and got some a couple of bi- or one big game this this Saturday. Another private school. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Call's favorite. Oh that's right. boy, you better be glad I wasn't here last week when y'all were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well. You got to see it Saturday with PA and uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. So, so Hardy Academy beats Glen Rose thirty five seven, and then in McGee beats Hoxie twenty to eighteen, which blew me away. Yeah, me too. And I can't find any stats on that game at all. No matter where I look, I would like to know if the pals had yardage. I know, I'm sure at least at least Davey, Davey did, and I, I would assume that. Uh, the others came in at least sometime late in the game. Is yeah, I'm not sure. I, I haven't seen any stats on it either other than, um, you know, I think it was their quarterback, Jay Nolan, threw for 227 yards and two touchdowns in a oh, complete really? monsoon. Hmm. I didn't realize yeah. they aired it out. I didn't either. But so they, their, ba- they so their backup quarterback comes in and airs it out when they run the ball for – they had the Power Bros had six hundred and sixty one yards last week. No, I'm talking about McGee. I'm talking about McGee. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got yep. you. Yeah, they they've been good, and and I'm a little shocked. I thought they were going to win by more, but they they still did it. They're still undefeated. They still, they still pulled it off. That's right. And, and and you know you feel for those hockey kids to to play that close of a ball game and a semifinal game without your two best players. It just makes you makes you think what could have been. You know. Especially when you're you're playing in a in a, a rainy game, right. that's when a guy, a team like that, you know, really stands out because they ain't got to put it in the air. That's right. But great season to them, uh, man. I, I kind of curious to know what would happen if they had that, those boys there. Yeah. Um, big game this weekend though, Matt Harding Academy McGee. Um, I you know Caden Sop's been pretty magnificent this season. And they've pretty much been a Wildcats have been pretty much been untested in Arkansas. Right. You know, they lost a game in Tennessee to that Memphis powerhouse Briarcrest. They got electric offense. They're hard to cover. McKee, McGee continues to impress. You know, they beat Prescott in Prescott, which I didn't think they would do. And they pulled out, you know, a close one this last week at home against Hoxie. And that McGee defense is awfully tough, but I don't think they've seen anything like this Harding Academy scheme. Yeah, yeah I've got to just stats for you uh, on Harding. You know, you talk about Caden Sott. Kid has been unbelievable his entire career at Harding. He's thrown for 6,759 yards in his career as a Wildcat with 86 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions. Uh, junior running, running back Andrew Miller has 1,261 yards on the season, 26 touchdowns. And senior wide receiver Ty Duggar has 69 catches for over 1,000 yards and 11 TDs. You know, you look at McGee. I talked about their quarterback, uh, Jordan Owens, throwing for 227 yards and two touchdowns in the monsoon last week against Hoxie. And then you got people like Sam Polite, Eli White, and Christian White that lead that defense that has been just stellar all season. But 
like I said, I don't think that McGee has seen a, an offense quite like what Hardy's going to throw at him this Saturday. And I'm going to go with the Wildcats in this one by 17. I'm right there with you, man. I, I'm, I'm like you, man. I, I just don't think they're going to know how to handle that scheme. Uh, yeah. and, and not that anybody else in 3A has. Uh, you know, they've not been, they've not been tested. No, and, they haven't. And, you know, just like Friday night, you're, you're talking semifinals. Kate's, Kate and Stipe, he, he goes 22 for 27, 226 yards, and then also runs the ball for 106. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's tough. And, and, and even though I think McGee's probably the second best team in, in the state, I got Harden County by 22. Okay. I like it. So that moves us to 4A. Man, I feel so weird being the guy doing this, like, <laughs> like leading <laughs> – I feel like you're supposed to be saying this stuff. Uh, you're doing a great job. <laughs> well, thank you. So, 4A. Now, this is, you know, man, I just really loved 4A this year. And after Friday night, I'm, I'm even more excited about it. Uh, 4A, I've got Shallow at number one after, you know, Stuttgart. Down. I had Stuttgart yeah. number one. I got Rivercrest at number two. I went ahead and put Stuttgart at three. Mm-hmm. And then put Warren at four and Nashville at five. I put, you know, Stuttgart's 12 and one, Warren's eight and five. So I just, I mean, just by record, I, I think that they deserve the third spot. What do you think? Yeah, think, Matt? I'm, I'm with you. I've got the exact same top five. And I, I do think that that game kind of got away from Stuttgart. I'm not saying that if they played 10 times, I think Shiloh would probably beat them seven or eight. But um, I do think that that wasn't representative of the Stuttgart team that we've seen all season. So that's why I kept them at three. Yeah, yep, I agree, man. I agree. Uh, big game this weekend, though. I think this could be maybe as good of a game. I say that it's hard to beat a three-point game, but two teams that are just dynamic, Rivercrest and Shallow yeah. Christian, playing at War Memorial Saturday at noon. Man, it'll be a lot of fun. It should be. You know, I look at that, and, and you know, before last Friday night, I would have probably picked Rivercrest. Just you look at quarterback Cam Turner's play, Every single week, and then that offense, the the numbers they put up, both yardage and scoring, mm-hmm. you know. But man, after what we witnessed Friday night in Springdale, that was nothing short of impressive. I guarantee you. You know, you talked about Cam Turner, John. Did you realize that he's number three in the entire nation in total yards? I did not know that. Isn't he? Yeah. But is is he? He is a senior, right? He's a senior, yeah, and I, I think he's been offered maybe from the Hogs and Arkansas State. I'm sure he's got several other offers, but I do know that um, that the Hogs and A-State have offered him. But, yeah, I, I saw that he was number three in the nation and for 4,707 total yards and 66 touchdowns. Golly. I bet we can find out whenever we talk to these guys next. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, yeah, I bet they'll know. They'll know. And then, you know, you look you look at Shiloh. They've got a sophomore quarterback that kind of stepped in early in the season uh, and took took the reins from their offense. He's passed for 2,175 yards. He's rushed for 1,359 yards and 46 total touchdowns. Cam Weedman, uh, their running backs, over 1,000 yards for the season, 23 touchdowns. And then their junior linebacker, man, that kind of makes their defense tick. Caden Henley, man, what a stud. He was fun to watch, wasn't he? Man, he's a he's a heck of a football player. He's got 149 tackles on the year, four interceptions, two forced fumbles, and three blocked punts. Two of them. He blocked both of those punts. Other night. Wow. <laughs> he sure Let me tell you, he's a good-looking kid, too. 
he ran the football. He ran the football a little bit. I, what do you think? He's probably. You think Six he's three? Yeah, you think he's two and a quarter? No, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's a wow. big kid. Wow. He's uh, he's a you know he's a big boy. Uh, he could he he he's next level playing the ball playing football if he wants to. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great ball game, John. I've, I've got it a little bit closer than what a lot of people probably think. I'm going to go with Shiloh by three in this one. That's that's interesting. I, <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I want to I want to mention is that I did get a little little stat on Cam Cam Turner from Friday night. He ran the ball 13 times for 127 yards, two touchdowns, and then a 65-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Mm. Wow. Um, Not many people have their quarterback returning kickoffs. No. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> but he doesn't he play – I think he plays a little defense too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's up for the uh, – Defensive the player of the year? Defensive player of the I year. Thought, that's what I thought because he's not yeah. for the – I don't know why he's not for the offense, yeah, uh, but he is it. for the defense. Um, so here's my take on how this goes. So Shiloh plays with such an intensity that I've not seen as we talked about, but the question is, is will they play with that same intensity away from their stadium? Mm-hmm. Now, I'd assume being the state championship and playing in a place like War Memorial – you would have that type of intensity, except that the fan noise won't be like it is at home. Right. I don't care how many you put in there. It's not going to be loud like it is at home. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game, like Matt said. I think down the stretch, Shallow's probably too much for them. Uh, and, they, hey, they got a chip on their shoulder after getting beat by Robinson, getting dominated by Robinson last they year. They did. I got Shallow by 13. Okay. Mm. So we got the same pick. So you're picking the same. Oh yeah, man. <sighs> it's tough. It's I mean, tough. I'm gonna have to pick one of the. I, I got it. But what does the tie do? And they say it's like kissing your sister. It's better than That's losing. That's what they say. It's better than losing. Ah, uh, is it? Is your tie for first? You're not last. I mean, if I want a chance to win, <laughs> I might as well flip flop them. Right? Yeah. Hey, it's your it's your call. All your right. show. So here's what I'm gonna do. Just because. You're going for the just, title. J- just for the sport of the game. You're going for the jug, man. I am. The belt. I'm going for it on fourth down. <laughs> I'm going for the two-point conversion <laughs> with the tie because I'm on the road. What, what you got? I'm going McGee by one <laughs> and Rivercrest by six. I like All it. Right. I like All it, right. Chuck. Junk Vegas, right I, there. I had to write it down because I didn't know. I mean, I didn't have it. <laughs> but I, I mean, I got to, I got to have a chance to title. Yep. Yeah. I mean, lots of people have lost by three before. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's respectable, Junk. I, I commend you for it. <laughs> I, I, Rivercrest wouldn't shock me just because I think they're that good. And Shiloh's yeah. had some close games this year. I don't think Friday – I think what we witnessed Friday night was not what they see every week. No, and like we talked about, you know, it's it was downhill from Stuttgart from the from the beginning. So, it should be a good well, game. Well, you know, shallow defense, I think I read, has only – the starting defense has only given up four touchdowns since the playoffs started. So, they've been playing on a different level. And here's the scary part. They've only got ten seniors on that ball club. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> not that, not that next year they won't have ten sophomores. You know what I mean? That, that are just right. as good. Well, you know, Stuttgart was young too. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I got a young team too. So might see them two meet up again. So 5A, PA, Little Rock Christian. Just you just, uh, just skip this, dude. Hey, just, Carl. Just, just Carl. not everybody doesn't like private schools. <laughs> just but it's it's PA, Little Rock Christian. Listen, you weren't this butt hurt until the rice birds <laughs> <laughs> got blocked. Hey, hey, when when was the last time a private school did not win the five A? Oh man, it's been nine years, I think. I think you're about right, eight or nine. You know who the school, what school was? Morton. Yes, it was. It was the last That's right. team. That's right. Morton that was the last one. Yeah, there was a public school that had 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 won the five A in years. So. Yeah. So, as we expected, PA beat Christian and beat them by thirty seven points. <laughs> You yeah. know, I, the reason – so in my final picks, I, I put PA1 and Little Rock Christian 2. Matt, you're not going to believe my number three. Probably not. Magnolia. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Because I, I just looked at how they did in the playoffs, especially, you know, they they played PA closer than anybody. Yeah. Now, the reason that I left Little Rock Christian at number two is because I think that the score in this game has a lot to do with the fact that PA got four onside kicks returned. Or recovered, I mean. Sure. I think that probably made it worse than it really would have been. Because I, I watched a little bit. I, we were at a restaurant, and, and they had it on. And uh, I watched some of it. And, you know, Platt, uh, what's his name? Is it Platt? Pratt. Or Pratt. Christian, yeah. Yeah, Corey, Corey, is it Corey Pratt? Platt. Platt. Oh, Platt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he was still amazing. He made, a one, he made a one-head catch to go into the end zone that was unreal. He still showed out, even though they got beat. Yeah, uh, but you can't give up four onside kicks, right? So yeah, so my my final top five, I've got PA, Little Rock Christian, Win, Harrison, and Magnolia. But I, I'm with you, Junk. I mean, I think that Magnolia bunch, just because we got to see them up close and personal. I mean, I think they could probably beat any of the of the three teams that I've got above them, besides I do PA. Too. I do too. Even though Harrison did beat them early in the season, right? Uh, I, I I think at the end of the year, as long you know, Magnolia's biggest opponents themselves. That's right. And if they don't put the ball on the ground and make dumb decisions, they're fine. Yeah. Nobody and, nobody and, go out run them. I promise yeah, you. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna be back next year. They were young. Oh, this year they too. were young. They got a kid playing basketball this year that was a star last year. That's maybe the best kid in the state. He's one of them at Thanks. least. He's amazing. So I got something I want to add on this this five A deal real quick. Carl probably doesn't even know about this. I know Matt does because I told him a couple of days ago. Max Preps, mm-hmm. in they 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 change their top ten every week, right? Yeah. They moved PA ahead of Bryant for the number one team in the state. Oh. And so, I, I, I so even though I think that PA is really good. And Kevin Kelly's maybe the best in the nation. Here's my deal. Why would you put why would you take Brian away from number one? And I, I looked at several different things. I thought, well, maybe it's the out of state wins. Well, Brian beat Trinity and probably the best team that was played out of state this year in Arkansas. That Texas Trinity team. Uh, I thought maybe the ten point final win over North Little Rock maybe wasn't as sexy as the big sixty four thirty seven win. But then you look and they dominated 
all year long, that team they beat by 10, they also beat them by like 30 and set state record or, or records for pass and receiving. It was, I think it was actually Bryant records. Mm. We just had a field day on the best defense in 7A. You and know, Joe, I, that, go ahead. That top, 10, that top 10 that you showed me that they, that they put out, not only did I disagree with the, the Bryant and the PA thing, but that entire list was just totally bogus to me. And, and well, Greenwood Max was three or four. Yeah, Max Prep lost a lot of credibility with me with that <laughs> that list. I'm just gonna be honest. Well, I had Greenwood at three or four. I think I'm gonna promise you one yeah. thing: Greenwood rolls into Conway, Arkansas. They'll have to. They better not blink because those those receivers that Conway has to be by them in a heartbeat. That's right. I, yeah, I think you're right, Matt. And and, and I'm not saying PA. I, you know, we talked last week, week before about P and Bryant being a. Yeah, a fun game to watch. Oh yeah, man. that that pick. Be. You know, I, I don't. I just don't understand why they move them. What? Well, I mean, why? Bryant's, yeah, Bryant's ranked nationally. I mean, ranked pretty high nationally, <laughs> and and PA's not as far as the, the overall power rankings go. So uh, for them to put them ahead of Bryant just blows my mind. I, I I really the only thing I can come up with is maybe the national recognition for the offense, and then yeah, Kevin Kelly's so. Kevin Kelly's recognition. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that that Bryant team, and the, I mean we have said several times that that the PA team is unbelievable and deserves recognition. But that Bryant team, and what they're three years in a row now, they might yeah. be the best team ever played in Arkansas. Yeah, uh, that's that Springdale team was pretty good that year. That had Mustang. Oh, five. Yeah, oh five. That's right. Mm. But uh, man, hmm. Hmm. that's interesting. Well, Maddie, I, let's go ahead and talk about since since you're still on here. I want to ask you your thoughts on this before we get off here and we move on to our little surprise for the day. Okay. Uh, so, Coach Blake Anderson resigns from from the head coach position at at ASU. Uh, accepted the job at Utah State. You know, a lot of people asking why the lateral move. At best, a lateral move, uh, but you know, he simply needed to change personally after losing his wife. Uh, you, know, you know, Wendy. Last year, mm-hmm. uh, and this was a move that everybody in, in Jonesboro seemed to really understand and and even accept sure. it as a good thing for him. You know, the, the university even lowered his buyout uh, just to make it more more easily uh, or just easier to do uh, because they appreciate him and what he's done there. And you know, he and somebody said this yesterday, and I I didn't agree at first. Now I started thinking about it. he may be the most successful coach at at ASU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But what I wanted to ask you about, Matt, what do you think about this new hire, Butch Jones? Man, it's uh, I mean, I think for Arkansas State, it's it's a home run. I really do. I, personally, I'm not just a huge fan of Butch Jones. I think I think he's a very good football coach. Number one, um, and the reasons that I do not like him have nothing to do with the way he coaches football. Um, maybe just his attitude and his arrogance a little bit, but. Um, I think he's a great hire for Arkansas State, and he's bringing a heck of a staff with well, him to, to Jonesboro. So that's the selling point for me. So I'm I, you couldn't have said it any better than I, as far as my feelings about him. I you know I've never been crazy about him, uh, but he's a good coach, and what he's hiring Major Applewise, your office coordinator, is that's big time. That's, that's big, big time. Yep. Yeah. That's big time. All right, well, uh, Matt, we're fixing to call up the Arkansas Elite 100. 
Yeah. Leotis Harris Jr. My buddy Leo, man. That y'all yeah. y'all have a good time with Leotis. Wish him well from from me. Uh, I wish I could be on there with him, but uh, uh, he's he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Arkansas high school, high school football and these kids and what they're doing for them. It's special, and uh, they ought to be commended for their efforts. And you know they don't make a dime off this. They just they do it to help these kids get recognized. They help these kids get their college paid for. And uh, what a great service that they provide for these kids in the state. It's awesome, man. And, uh, man, he's been busy today, it sounds like. Yeah, I bet he has. I think he's been driving all over the state, what it sounded That's like. Awesome. But we've got him uh, on the line waiting to be on, and, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll say bye to Matt here, and then we'll we'll get him on and, and – and, uh, Get some, get some, find out a lot of information with what we talk about all all, all year long. Yeah, I look forward to it. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right, Maddie. We'll, uh, we'll we'll talk to you boys next week, and we'll uh, we'll transition into a little bit of high school Arkansas high school basketball next week. Yes, sir. I can't wait. I'm. It's going to be a little bit of a I won't say a stretch for me, but it'll be maybe a little <laughs> maybe a little bit uncomfortable, maybe out of my comfort zone. I'm a big. I'm a huge basketball fan. Oh, me too. But yep. I, but I'm not. I'm not knowledgeable like I, I – I hate to say I'm knowledgeable in anything, but <laughs> but I, I have less knowledge of basketball than I do any, others, any of those stories we'll, that we'll talk about. So, yeah, right, I'm boys. excited about it, Matt. Yeah, we'll talk to you all later. All right, all right brother. See you, dude. See you. All right, so Stuttgart Carl, hey, we got a special, special guest. We're so glad to have on uh, Mr. Leotis Harris. How are you, Mr. Leotis? I'm doing well, and yourself? Oh man, doing so so good, man. So so excited that you're on with us. Uh, sorry that you had to wait a little bit, um, and appreciate you you know being able to spend some time with us. Oh uh, no problem. Today so, is signing day for Arkansas Leaf family, and so it's been a very busy day for us. <laughs> but it's 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 like it's like an early Christmas gift, so we're excited about it. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It sounds like you've been awfully busy today, and and Matt was just telling us right before we got off with him to get on with you, and he was just really praising you and, and saying you guys do all this and just to promote these these high school athletes in Arkansas is such a, a big thing, and and you know we're just so thankful for what you guys do. Oh, uh, Matt, it's it's, it's kind of like our ministry. That's our way of giving back. Uh, you know, we've gone through the process ourselves, and my son has gone through the process. And but what, what we noticed, there were a lot of parents and a lot of kids missing out on people to communicate, you know, what it takes to be eligible to, to accept that scholarship. Or, oh, yeah. you know, the, the number of credits or number of this or that. Just, a, just somebody to kind of bridge the gap. And, and, and also to help out some of the high school coaches because, you know, they have a full slate. They, they teach. They coach. They have a family themselves, you know. So our, our organization is here for the Arkansas for the Arkansas kids, my man. Oh, did we lose you? I'm here. Oh, you there? Okay, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I thought you went blank on me there. Uh, so, and, and to go along with what you're saying, so I grew up in a, in a little town called Mineral Springs, down in oh, Southwest yeah. Arkansas. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know, especially back in those days, there just wasn't any coverage. Right. So if you weren't in the Little Rock or surrounding area, and this was even before Northwest Arkansas really started blowing up, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you you kind of got overlooked. And so right. and, and so to see you guys doing this, and then that really reaches out to it gives everybody that opportunity. Oh, I mean we we're we're excited. I mean we take a, we take a kid like a Dequez Cross from Fort I. Yes. And you know he's going from Fort I to the Big Ten. We signed with Purdue today. Oh wow. That is, that that is huge for that, that that program and huge for our state. You know, everybody can't 
run through the A and be a Razorback. But, you know, our main goal is to make sure that those babies go to school and be productive men, you know, so. And what that does for his family moving forward, you know, when he right. has kids, their their dad will have played ball at Purdue, and it just it just really – you know, like like me, my dad, my parents, they were great, great parents, but my dad never played football because they didn't have it in Saratoga. And so, but now right. my kids know about football because their dad played. And same thing for him. You know, they're, they're the standard now for his children are going to be Division One college football. <laughs> right. And right, that's, that's right. fantastic, man. That's awesome. So tell us some more about some of these other, I know you've been busy today. Tell us some more about some more of these other uh, studs here in Arkansas. You know, well, we, we, we started a, um, a travel seven on 17. Um, three years ago and 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 for me it's not about you know seven on seven football not real football but we figured out that it was a vehicle to get our kids exposure in our state because you know we're, we're so under recruited in the, in the area so we use that that vehicle to get in front of national uh, recruiting writers that type of deal get our kids in the in that vein um some camps the, the, the shoot camps we got them involved in that and we kind of put Arkansas, we tried to put those guys in a situation where they can succeed. So, you know, we started out, uh, we have a lineman group. So, you know, Terry Wells, when we met Terry Wells, you know, he didn't have any offers. We took his photos. We talked to his parents. We started shipping it across the country. We got a guy named Earl Gill that spends, I'm telling you, 10, 12 hours a day on talking to college coaches, sending out film, checking out transcripts. I mean, this guy's been a blessing, you know, for this state. But we took a, you take a Terry Wells, didn't have any offers, nice signing to be a hog. That's you awesome. Know, you, you got Terry, you got Tyus Martin at Jacksonville. I, this is probably the first Power Five signing they probably had since, um, I forgot the guys that played for the Bears. Um, ah, the D line, but we'll, I'll figure him out. Uh, but, you know, Tyus Martin going to Colorado huge deal over there. I went to that signing day today. Um, James Jordan over at Joe T. Robinson is going to UCA. And I'm going to tell you, UCA, they they piled up on some Arkansas boys. And, and it was very impressive. Uh, Tyler G., our 7-on-7 quarterback, he signed with UCA today. He's a, he's a cabinet boy, isn't he? Oh, he's a cabinet boy. I'm yeah. Tell you, he passed for 6,000 yards in two years at Cabot. Who would have thought it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. With uh, with the old coach, was it Malham? Before, yeah, yeah. yeah, he didn't he didn't believe in that, did he? <laughs> no, no, no. But you I know, bet you UCA is uh, excited to get him. Oh, they're very excited, man. We he's a great kid, great family, man. I'm telling you. Uh, even Aaron Adley, he played on our seven on seventeen. We met Aaron Adley. Believe it or not, he did not have any offers at the time. You know, after our relationship with Aaron, he had seventeen, eighteen. You know, major offers. You know, the Hogs, they're getting a good tight end. Where's it's he gonna at? going to be amazing. Parkview. Parkview. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that and that's yeah. a team that had a lot of D1 talent on there. Oh, they, they had a lot of D1 talent, and they got some guys in the, in the wings ready, too. So, like, they, you know, it's, uh, Coach Bolden is kind of turning around over there at Parkview. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, definitely a stop from college coaches coming to town. That's um, awesome. We had Sam Franklin over at Little Rock Central, signed with UT Martin. Um, we had another kid um, – Young man played on our seven on seventeen. Jevion Clemmer, uh, he was a uh, he was at Cameron Fairview. He transferred to um, Cedar Hill in Texas. He signed with New Mexico State, um, you know, and a few others. But I'm telling you, we're very excited and it's a blessing right now with COVID to even 
have this opportunity. So these nine guys that signed today, you know, definitely a blessing for their families. And, and what uh, what's amazing too, you were just talking about COVID. The, you know, there's not been recruiting trips, and so no. when you got when you got kids, and you're, you you named a couple of schools that didn't have very good football teams this year, mm-hmm. yet these guys still were 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 recruited and, and signed a letter of intent to play football today. Yes, you know it was it was it was very a diff, it was a different environment. I mean, when you talk about taking a virtual visit, <laughs> to a <college laughs> right. campus, you know. <laughs> I, I can. I, I was gonna say I can imagine, but I don't think I can. I don't think I can even grasp it. So, hey, yeah, do you, me and Matt, we're gonna ask you: uh, Are you familiar with uh, Cam? I know you know him, but like Cam Turner, do you know any of his? Has he been? Has he been uh, offered? Cam, Cam Turner played on our seven on seven team. Let me tell you, Cam is special. Yeah, and and and, and everyone's recruiting path is, is very different. Um, so I think before it's all said and done, um, he's going to land in the place. We're all going to be excited about, uh, he, he, he doesn't have the offer that he's, that he's, he's willing to commit to now, but gotcha. he's still his landing spot. Is, he's going to, it's going to be special. He's going to be special. Man, you know, Friday night, you know, this is a kid that who's, who's put up big numbers all year long, but you look at him Friday night and you're talking semifinals, the playoffs, he, he runs, I think it was 13 carries for 120 something yards, and then he turned around, right. and re- returned a 65 yard punt, or I mean, kickoff for a touchdown. Right. I mean, he's just electric, and he does it every single week. I know, every week, and that's and that was our really our passion. Kids like Cam Turner, the um, Quest Cross, the kids that are the small school, like you're talking about with Mineral Springs. Yes. The kids that go overlooked, those are the ones where we like. That's a feel-good story. They they have a testimony, you know. Um, Absolutely. You know, a lot of college recruiters come to Central Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, but when you can get into those pockets, those football towns, those pockets in Arkansas, and really impact a a, a young man's life, his family's life, that's that's what it's all about, man. Well, and you're and you're talking about guys that don't have the facilities that these other places have, and they're I mean, they may be you know the old you know lifting lifting concrete weights you know i mean right we just do things different in small towns because we don't have the the 5a 6a 7a facilities that these bigger schools have but i think that's where the grit comes in absolutely Matt. you know that's the grit you know you Jaquez cross at night he would he would work out his trainer lorenzo dixon would turn the lights on his car and they would work out in the field they didn't have the it, you know it's like by yeah. any means necessary and you can't that's measure it. that right that's amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on with us. We're fixing to have to wrap this thing up. I really, right. I'm telling you, I, I hope that you'll come on again soon. We can talk some more. Uh, but like I say, I appreciate your time. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm real, real, real excited and proud for what you guys do for this state. And I can't thank you enough. All right. Thank you, man. Hey, have a good week. How are you doing? Bye-bye. And uh, we're going to finish up. Uh, we don't have uh, much left to go over over this week. We got Maddie in. It's so weird with him not being in here, Carl. <laughs> hey, how, great interview, man. How that cool was, was that? That was good, dude. Like, a lot I got, of good information. I, I'm not going to lie. I got chills. Yeah, a lot of good information there, man. That was cool. I got chills from I that mean, interview. If you're a high school football fan – uh, you know, you can't you can't beat that right there, man. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, and what it just they goes do, right in with what we yeah, do. Yeah, and you know what those guys do is is something special. So it's oh oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta ask you one more question. Oh, you calling him back? He, he texts me. <laughs>
Hey, man. You there? Yeah. You're right. I didn't. I told him I wanted to ask you, since I'm a Greenbrier guy, I do the Greenbrier broadcast. I got to ask you, tell me what you think about our boy Cooper Wilcox. I tell you, Matt, Cooper Wilcox, I mean, I'm not trying to talk about his father, but, you know, it's a, it's a bloodline deal with Cooper. He, he has all the genetics. He has the tools uh, to become a very good quarterback and college athlete. Of course, he's playing on our 7-on-7 seven seven team. And, and, you know, when he starts speaking with a Joe Adams, that's our OC, uh, Jarius Wright, that's attached to our 7-on-7 our seven seven team, he's going to come into a place where he can tap into former NFL players' minds and, and improve his game. But Cooper has it. He has it. Greenbrier has a has a good one down there. You know, we we didn't know until we saw it this year. We knew Cooper was a good football player, but and we knew that he had a good arm. But he took off running one time this year, and and everybody yeah. everybody was going behind him. We couldn't. Yeah. Believe, I mean, he was out running everybody. <laughs> Athlete, I'm he telling is. You. He is. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Hey, I appreciate I appreciate you texting and reminding me, and uh, <laughs> appreciate you giving me a little info on Cooper. And we look forward All to right. seeing seeing y'all with the seven on seven coming up soon. I appreciate it, my hey, man. Thanks, Leo. Bye-bye. All right, thanks. So not only did we get a great interview, we got two good interviews. Oh, man. Uh, Wilcox is going to like that when he oh, hears he that, is. man. That's, Dude, that's he's good. excited about him. Yeah. And he's yeah. talking about this stuff with Joe Adams, the 7-on-7 seven seven that these guys, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. How ingenious is it that they have used this uh, avenue, I guess you'd say, this 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 ship, this, this vehicle, of seven on seven football to create a team to get exposure. It, it's it's brilliant, man. And it helping is. these kids out, like you said, in these small small towns like that. I mean, that's, I love it, man. Yeah, that's I grow, good I'm stuff. telling you, that's why I got chills because growing yeah. up in, in Mineral Springs, down by Nashville, and all, I mean, it's have somebody doing this. It's just it's special. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we've gone too long today. I knew we would. We do every day, every week. <laughs> doggone it! But hey, I won't. I wouldn't change it for the world today. Uh-huh. We had a great time with Matt. And then we had something special there with Leotis. Yeah. So I guess we're going to wrap it up, Carl. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, hey, good job on changing your picks, man. I'm proud of you on that. Listen, man, I'm a team guy. Yeah. And so if I got to take one for the team for the show, hey, I'm hey, your guy. It's a battle, dude. And think of the bragging rights, though, if you pull that off, though. Hey, I do want to say one thing real quick because I, I just, just thought about this, and I told Coach Simmons I'd mention it, and I, and I meant to have him on. We just haven't had, been, been able to yet. Uh, but – so I, I'm, we're going to try to go to the game Saturday with Shiloh and uh, Rivercrest. But Clint, my man Clint, you know, my, yeah. my, my eight-year-old, yeah. he's going to the Bison football camp in Searcy. Nice. Coach Simmons, you know, they didn't get to play this year. Right, right. So he he came up with a camp, a fall camp. You know, they have it every summer, but he's like, you know, hey, we're not playing football and uh, he's, I know he, I, I know he's over there, just bored out of his mind. I know he's staying busy, but I know he just wants to do football. Sure, and he's not been able to. And so, um, he's got a football camp this Saturday from nine to twelve, and then Sunday, oh, I'm about to go look. I think it's one to four, but it's three hours both days. It's just seventy five dollars. There are still spots available. Second grade through, I'll have to go look at that too. Dead game. I should have wrote this down, but second grade up. And go, you know, get on, go to my, I'll share it again. Go to my Facebook page and look at it. Go to, I'll share it on Between the Mats Facebook page. But if you want to, if you want to, your kids, you don't see many football camps would let let eight year olds go to. Right. And that's why I was so excited about it. So 
there's an opportunity for this weekend. There are spots available. Go sign up. $75. It's cheap. It's a great opportunity for get college football players, college coaching. And then hopefully I'll get to get out of there quick enough Saturday to get over to Little Rock and at least see the second half. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap good. it up, Carl. Hey, appreciate everybody. Yes, Looking absolutely. Looking forward to next week. We will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. Uh, we should be back to our normal schedule, so we'll release next Wednesday at noon. This one will be out tomorrow, Thursday at noon. See you guys next week. Sounds Peace good. Peace out, Monticello. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats. <laughs>